Welcome to Copilots, the podcast where we review not just the first episode of a show, but also the second. Some shows just don't have the best pilot episode, and giving it that second chance might just sway your mind. Here, we take that chance for you and let you know our opinion on if a show deserves more than one shot. I'm Justice. Alongside me is my co-pilot, Josh. Now, let's get ready for takeoff. Your in-flight entertainment this week will be Copilots Review? Wait, what? Welcome to Copilot's Review, Copilot's Review, reviewing Copilot's Review. My head hurts already. Do we have to do this? Oh, we don't have to do anything. Nobody's paying us money. Yeah, but I mean, it is our two-year anniversary of the show, right? Also, our 50th episode. It's a bunch of things lining up all at once. Yeah, I, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's do this shit, I guess. So episode one of Copilot's Review was entitled Pilot Episode, Pilot Candidate, or Motion the Best, Candidate for Goddess. Yeah. So we, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are we going to refer to ourselves as we, or are we just going to review it as a third person entity? Ah, <sighs> oh, man. Hard, hard choices. Language is hard, but I think we should start with the summary of the, the episode, which is actually how we started that episode. Which, by... uh, you know, honestly, I kind of, I feel like we should maybe do that more, like read the show blurb, maybe? See, with Pilot Candidate, that made sense. Nobody. Nobody yeah. has ever heard of Pilot Candidate. Yeah, exactly. Our first episode, in this episode, we discuss and review the first two episodes of the Pilot Candidate, an anime with two names, neither of which you have ever heard of. A truer yeah. sentence we have never written. <laughs> but True. It made sense with the Pilot Candidate because nobody's heard of that anime. Yeah. Nobody. If you've heard of it, you're lying. Or you've already listened to our episode about it. Yeah, or you're just weirdly into mech shows like I am, and we're genuinely disappointed by it, and hopefully you managed to suppress it. On the flip side... Something like Angel, the second show we did. People know what Angel is. That's that's very true, yeah. I think. You know, actually, now that I think about it, people might not know what Angel is. Yeah, it's like 20 years old. It was a spinoff of a different show. It was a weird Batman reboot. <laughs> no, it was a backdoor pilot for a Batman show starring David Boreanaz that CW apparently never picked up because before CW realized... That's just what they make money on. So our first review was of Pilot Candidate. And I have some things to say about this. We could go back by and review it bullet point for bullet point, review our old episode. I don't think that's beneficial to anybody. Yeah, no. If you want to hear us talk about Pilot Candidate or Emotion the Best, Candidate for Goddess, you can just go back and listen to that episode. Now, obviously, there are some issues with our review of that episode. For me, the biggest issue is, man, what the fuck was I doing with audio back then? Well, I edited the early episodes. Man, what the fuck were you yeah, doing yeah, with yeah, audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we started the podcast, I was the one with the extra free time and like yeah. the drive to learn how to edit. And we also had crunchy mics. We did those. They are, they're not bad for what they cost. They're just not great either. Were those recorded on the Monados or? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, those those first two episodes were recorded on worst microphones too. Yeah, I think like the first eight episodes, main episodes were. Yeah, that makes sense. But we upgraded mics because even though we're not making money on the show, we were like, we can't keep having this sound. And we also learned that there's some environmental issues with sound in our recording area, namely, we have to turn off the air conditioning because otherwise... Yeah, which, the first episode, that's not really a problem. It never kicks in. You never hear it. Yeah. Angel, though, it is on constantly in the background. It's this, like, layer of white noise you can hear, and, uh... We weren't good enough at editing to remove that at the time. Yeah. 
So that's that's a big issue is just the audio quality in general. Mm-hmm. That's a like I can live with the bad audio quality. I know podcasts live and die by their audio quality. But like because every podcast that I've ever listened to that started off not as people have already done a podcast doing a new one or, or someone that's with a network doing a new show. Or a celebrity getting a podcast. Yeah, but every podcast that I've listened to that's just, hey, this is the first time we're doing a podcast has started off that way. With, with audio issues, yeah. My biggest issue with episode one is some of our humor... Probably wasn't the best then, but has aged horribly even more so. Yeah. I'm mainly referring to the jokes about victims, yeah. which was the evil alien species and pilot candidate. Which I, I do get get the point of that joke. Like the joke was that like victim blaming is wrong. Yeah, but like but it, out it, of context or yeah. like even in context it can come off wrong. Yeah. And that was my biggest issue with it. Also I hated my voice. Uh my biggest issue is I did an old man boomer thing. I Reference the way one of the vic- the first victim looks oh. by by calling it a zapfish, like the great zapfish from Splatoon. I did old man boomer thing. It was like Nintendo product. It's from Mario. Yeah, and uh, not just once. I mentioned it like twice and said it was from Mario both times. And as I was doing the editing, I was like, "That's just wrong." But it was a good descriptor for it, so I didn't want to change it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I know I was wrong, guys. Okay. Yeah, I but. mean. I think the description people understood, but it wasn't something that, like, people pointed out or... Our friends pointed it out to me. Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, I know. I fucked up. But it was an accurate description. You knew what I was talking about. I just sounded like an idiot. That's fine. I'm doing a podcast. I'm clearly not entirely um, smart. This is how I choose to spend my free time and not make money off of it, which is fine, I guess. Yeah, so the biggest issue, I think, with episode one, probably audio, some of the jokes, and... Weirdly, I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. My voice has changed significantly from episode one to episode 50. So I think part of it is the audio editing, but I think it's also just knowing what you want to say and how you want to say it. Yeah, probably. In the early episodes, my voice, I just, I can't stand it. It was the worst part of listening back to episodes one and two for me. Yeah. You know what the best part of listening back to episode one, though, was? The Doors joke? Yes. Yes, it was. I I took brief notes over these, and... um. I just had a note again. One, mechanics are called repairers. Repairers. Like, like that's just dumb. Pilot Candidate was a goldmine of humor. Yes, yes, it was. We have repairers. We have the three Lenas. <laughs> yeah. We have the mouth flaps and the oh. dub. Like, it was... And doors. Not knowing what locks are, like... Oh. Or and the fact that 88 has a dress shirt with attached gloves. The fact that the pilots are branded with numbers on their yeah, forearms. Like, which obviously was going to lead into a Holocaust joke, but somebody stopped me. For for the best. I don't know. I think it was a very obvious joke, which I mean, I guess is why it's okay to let it go. Yeah. Because everybody got the idea. Honestly, Pilot Candidate, goldmine for humor. If you want to watch that show and just take the shit out of it, take the piss... Probably a great show. You know what I realized we did in that show? And I think we've only done a bit throughout uh, the rest of our stuff. We theorized about like the potential of where that show was going to go quite a bit more than I think we've done other things. Yeah. I but think I think so that's well. also just because that show was such a mess and didn't know where it was going to go itself. Yeah, I think I think there were some differences between that show stylistically, that first episode, and where the, where the podcast has come. Because I think when we first reviewed Pilot Candidate, we were reviewing the entire series based off of two episodes. Yeah. Whereas we've gone on, we've come to a idea where we're reviewing the first two episodes 
and whether or not that would be enough to make me want to watch the rest of the series. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what we were thinking, like what we wanted to do with Pilot Candidate. We just didn't know how to do that. But also, I would not watch the rest of Pilot Candidate. No. On the, other, on the flip side, I think I would watch the rest of Pilot Candidate just to take the piss out of the entire series. Watch it in like a... Um... Like a Rift Tracks MST3K kind of thing. Yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like a Rift Tracks or an MST, MST, MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I've never watched an episode. <clears throat> wow. I know. I... And we do this? I know. I'm a failure at being a nerd. I promise there are so many things that I uh. should experience, I should know, but I don't. I've also yeah. never watched a full episode of SNL, so... I haven't either, though wild we're both failures i mean i was also born around the air where snl was bad so mm, fair point did you have more to say about pilot candidate like as a show or as a review uh, i mean as far as our review of it went i think really like i do think on the positive sides i think we have some good like dialogue and in, in our back and forth which you know is a good thing that's something you want i know why it's there the end bit where the audio quality is different it sounds different. We cut the song off and our intro song off and everything. But that's just because we didn't think to record any plugs or anything. Mm, yeah. And we were like, oh, shit, we should probably at least like tell people where they can find us and that they can email us. Yeah. The start of the podcast, episodes one through probably 10 or 11, was an experience. It was learning how to do plugs because neither of us had ever plugged anything ever. Yeah. It was learning how to edit. And then it was learning how to splice stuff together because we didn't always do things in the order we needed them in. I still don't always do things in the order we need them to. We've just gotten better at the editing process. A bit. Not much, but a bit. I think the real thing about Pilot Candidate, as far as our review goes, we latch on to a few elements in that show that I think probably were missed on other reviews of the show. Yeah. Like, there is a subtle tone of sexism within Pilot Candidate. Which we do talk about, actually. Yeah, it's an underlying aspect of that show, which I haven't seen in other written reviews, which I've read some reviews on Crunchyroll and such. Yeah. But... We lock onto that. We also lock onto, like, more basic tropes, like the idiot plot of not having a lock to your giant hangar filled with your mechs you're going to use to save humanity. You have five super weapons to defend all of humanity. Put a fucking lock on the door. At least one door, man. But we talk about that. We also latch onto, like, the stereotypes of the characters, like... Part of it was mainly just riffing on anime, but also these characters were very stereotypical. Even more so when we met the pilots and they were just portrayed as like a stereotype of what ethnicity they appeared to be. This person is Chinese. That is their character. Which, honestly, a lot of like 90s and 2000s anime did that. Yeah, I will also say I took too many pot shots at the animation. This an- this too much an- of the CGI, not the animation so much. The animation could have been better. Yeah, I, I took some pot shots that were probably uncalled for. It was a sign of the times that the show was made. And yeah, it, yeah, it looked bad, but like that's because it was from the 90s. It happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we took too many pot shots about the animation itself. It was more of the CGI, which... Yeah, because honestly, you could just not do the CGI and have animated it instead. Yeah, but they point- wanted to use the new technology, which I understand. And I... I think the CGI probably cost them more in the long run, right? Like, yeah, probably. It's just that's kind of what everyone was doing at the time. And like, I know we mentioned it. The mech designs were good. It was just the CGI made it. I still think the mechs look cool. Like, Yeah, it was just the CGI that messed with it. But I said in the review, they kind of reminded me of Darling and the Franks mechs. And they yeah. do. Like, they had that same type of vibe I said to they kind of reminded me of like, not the heavy like Defender slash tanky builds, but like the mid or the front runner bots in uh, IGPX. Yeah, which 
IGPX is an amazing anime if you've not seen it. It's actually an American original. I wouldn't say it's amazing. It's definitely good. If you like sports and or mechs, it's a fantastic watch. Still not great, but like definitely worth watching. Fair, fair enough. Like, I I deeply enjoy it. I recognize it is not a great anime. I have it on a higher pedestal than it should be on. It was very formative to my love of sports anime. Yeah. So, also, this has been, I think, the only time we've done this. In our first episode, we say what the next episode's going to be. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Which, uncalled for. We didn't need to do that. No. It was just to undercut the idea that it might just be an anime podcast, because so many of those do exist. Yeah, I... We definitely don't need that. I think the only time we need to like make sure we inform you of what the next episode is and when it is when it's going to be an unexpected two-parter, something like Hills or Star Wars. Well, Star Wars was an expected two-parter. We knew that was going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oof. but but Hills, we were just recording that one, and they got away from us for quite a while. Honestly, what we should have done with um Vampire Diaries, maybe. No, uh, the True Blood. That's the one. The thing that we uh haven't released. Yeah, and I don't think we've talked about. Oh, did we never mention that we recorded a True Blood episode? I think we were vague about it, or I believed it once or twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, True Blood also got out of hand. Like, Yeah, uh, I think our main problem with True Blood, though, wasn't like... Hills, I think we actually had things to talk about. True Blood, we had some things to talk about, but it was also just that the show was so dense in the first two episodes. Yeah, True Blood, I th- True Blood and Hills are about the same in review length. But yeah. Hills, I think, has better quality. Like, yeah, naturally separated itself into two episodes, whereas True Blood did not. No, no, it did not. Yeah. So, as is that thing we're supposed to do. And by supposed, I mean self-imposed. Yes, obviously. After listening to episode one of Copilot's review, would you listen to more? <laughs> are you kidding? No. <laughs> the hosts are garbage. <laughs> the... They reviewed an anime I've never heard of. Why would I even want to watch it? Like, what was the point of listening to that episode? That said, you should listen to more. I, I, I'm being a little harsh on ourselves in a joking manner. I think there is... So I legitimately do still enjoy some of the jokes we made. And yeah, I, I no, think there's good points we made in our criticism as well. There are things about episode one that I find legitimately funny going back and listening to it. I, fu- I still fucking love the fact that they don't have airlocks. They just have air gates. Because they obviously don't have any locks. Yeah. Why would they have locks? The show doesn't make sense if they have locks. Yeah. On the flip side, the audio quality is not the best. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm thinking, I, I make no promises, listeners, I'm thinking that I might go back and just re-edit them just for that sound quality, because that's something I still can do. Yeah, we could remaster those. There, there's, There is the ability to do that. Yeah. Because we keep all of our old files stored on a hard drive or flash drive, depending on how old they are. Yeah, so many episodes, but yeah. they're there. It's almost like we've done something like 50? 50 actual reviews? Yeah, 50 actual reviews. It's fucking crazy, man. How many episodes is that counting our interstitials and other content? I have no idea. It's not technically 50 reviews. It's like 48, I think. Yeah, we had a couple two-parters. Yeah, one or two. But either way, like fucking... 76 episodes total. Yeah, so, you know, it's... We we have a bunch of it saved, so like I could go back and remaster all of the early reviews and in the cockpits. Yeah, I, I say I wouldn't listen to another episode, but it's a podcast. It was only about 40 minutes of my life to listen to that first episode. Yeah. I would give this a second shot just because it is a podcast and like, yeah, I have a lower bar for media entertaining me when it's a podcast and I'm trying to like, same, I just, when I, when I just need something at work, podcasts are nice. And also there's something, there's something to be said about podcasts that are just 
two people talking about a subject that they're interested in. Yeah. Like, I like plot-driven podcasts or, like, scripted podcasts, but sometimes at work, when I'm bored, or when work's driving me crazy, I just want to listen to a couple people hanging out, talking, and having fun. I think there's that, but also, I know, like, if I get busy at work, anything that's plot-related, I I can't listen to it. I I pause, or I have to go back, like, ten minutes, Mm -hmm. because... I have no idea what's going on, whereas if it's just two people fucking talking, I can zone out and I'll zone back and I'll be like, I don't think I missed anything. I definitely missed stuff the first time through The Wise Man's Fear because I listened to it a lot at work. Yeah. And I didn't realize I missed it because, yeah. You didn't realize how much you had zoned out from listening to it. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's definitely something to be said about that style of podcast. And that being the case, I would give it a second shot because it was a podcast. Yeah. So uh, I, I think I would listen to episode two. Very much for the same reasons, just because I do think I actually kind of have a lower bar of, like, tolerance for podcasts than I do for, like, books, movies, or television shows. And, like I like I said, I do think we have some good jokes. I think we make a few good points. Uh, obviously, I'm not interested in the show we talked about, but I think that's part of what makes it slightly more amusing. I think the fact that I, as a, as a listener, I would have never heard of Pilot Candidate, I think that has some appeal to it. Yeah. Part of me hates mis- mentioning System Mastery on our show. <laughs> because? Be- because he's like, even though we did not start with the intention of being a System Mastery clone-esque show, we have kind of fallen into that scheme in, yeah. in, in tiny ways because System Mastery is the best at what they do. And but, it doesn't help that the, they they made bonus content for their movie stuff and it's just about TV shows. But that, that's where I'm getting to. Movie Mastery and TV Mastery. Movie Mastery being one of their normal shows and TV Mastery being a bonus content. Some of those are more interesting just due to the fact that I've never heard of the thing they're reviewing. Yeah, I'd agree with that. When I started listening to Movie Mastery, I specifically only listened to reviews of movies I had seen. Yeah, I didn't do that. Because I didn't want to, like, spoil movies I was interested in or, like, I had no interest in certain movies. Yeah, I can understand that, though. But then I just moved on to, like, listening to all of it. And at that point, I was just like, you know, even if I haven't seen the movie, sometimes the review is just better than the movie. In fact... Oftentimes, the review can just be better than the movie, specifically regarding a movie called Heredity. Hereditary? Heredity. Heredity. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize, like, I was watching that movie and I was like, have I seen this before? But no, I just heard the Movie Master review, and the Movie Master review was better than the movie because the movie gets really bad after like, yeah. the 40-minute mark. Yeah. It's a good short film if it hadn't stopped when it should have, but it didn't. But anyways, so we're both vaguely, yes, on listening to more co-pilots. I would understand if somebody was like, no, the audio quality wasn't there for me. I'm not going to give it another shot. Yeah. But at the same time, eh, I could understand it. There wasn't like, like, the biggest audio quality issues I have is when the sound is inconsistent. Yes. Especially when it's inconsistent in the direction of being too quiet. If yeah. there are segments of the podcast I just cannot not hear, hear, no, yeah. that's that's I annoying. That, I do think that's one thing that our earliest episodes have going for them. They are consistent. Yeah, the sound quality is consistent. It's not great, but there's nothing really peaking really bad or anything dropping off. It all stays pretty much level. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think that's one of the best things episode one has going for it, and some of the comedy. Yeah. Anyways, though, so Copilot's review episode two, which is just a titled episode two, Angel. Angel. Which, if you couldn't tell, is a review of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer spinoff, Angel. Now, this episode laid some groundwork that we would take going into the future. Mm -hmm. One of them being a shtick that we ran with for quite a while. And then just forgot about. And then we referenced again on our In the Cockpit one year look back. The the Batman. Yeah, the Batman shtick. (laughs) Which, honestly, such a good shtick. 
Th- that being that every show is just, there is a Batman. And honestly, I still pretty much believe that. I Look, don't. even our most recent review, Rabbit, is just a show about Jason Todd without it without, without the Bat Red Hood. Fam- yeah, he's it's just Jason Todd doing a day job without the Bat Family around. That's what that show is. Yeah, everything goes back to Batman somehow. They're just like in, in episode two or three. She was episode two. She was like, y- "You have an addiction, don't you?" And he's like, "No." But the addiction is getting rid of crime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, like Angel had some great groundwork for us. Yeah. Okay, so I haven't watched any more of Angel since we did that review. Yeah, another behind the curtain. Re-listening to that review for this episode made me want to go watch more Angel. Same, actually. Which is wild. I. Uh, so I think in that regard, the show does have some merit. Merit, yeah. More importantly, I remembered that um, man, I just got really behind on working on my EP, a thug named Russell. I don't remember what this joke is in reference to, and I just listened to this episode yesterday. The girl who's being oh, harassed, yes, her boyfriend's right. name is Russell, and I was just like, yep, that's uh, right, a thug named Russell? You still haven't released that EP? I Fuck. haven't, no. I'm really disappointed in myself. I just let that project, you know, fall off, and I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I said I was going to do it, and I lied. I think another thing Angel does that... This didn't happen in Pilot Candidate, because my notes for Pilot Candidate were fucking meticulous. <laughs> yeah. Angel, my notes were less meticulous. I-, I mentioned at a point during the show that I had gotten bored, which is why I had something that we were talking about wrong, and I'd gotten up to go get alcohol. You can hear yourself get up in that episode, too. And, like, there's another part where you can hear me yeah. moving around. There are issues in that with the sound quality that we would never allow nowadays. <laughs> oh, God, no. Because you could actually hear me get up at one point, and I'm still talking, but I'm moving around to do something. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. But it's definitely a thing you can hear. Yeah. Now, if I went out and call, I'd just bring it with me beforehand. Or we just pause, because we can do that. Hell, half the time we don't just pause. We just let it sit there, and we'll use that to sample out the silence later. Yeah, exactly. Like, we just made some bad decisions early on. Mm-hmm, 100%. But what I was getting at, my notes are less meticulous in Angel, and it's the first time my memory becomes an issue with the show. <laughs> yeah, um, which, because who would have guessed? That would be a problem. Because episode two of Angel, <laughs> the entire fight scene in the cellar and like the hook shot and the all fact that-, that he had a grappling hook, though, he is Batman. Uh, yeah, I I just my recollection of that during the re- review is all just entirely wrong. Yeah, I, I still just love the fact that like you remembered incorrectly, but the way it should have gone because he uses a grappling hook and accidentally pulls it down to me, and you're like, and they use that to crawl out. And it's just like, n- no, they they shoot the lock off the door and go out that way. I I still like you just said that, but my brain was like, no, they definitely climbed out with the with the with the beam. That's what would make sense, but no. Also, Christian Kane was in that fucking show. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah Elliot, Elliot, the country musician, Christian Kane. Yeah, uh, I will say. Angel as a show, and we we kind of touched on this in the review, had some issues with destroying character development that Buffy had put in. Yeah, like, it really, really did. It's weird that the show was was created and ostensibly ran by the same person doing Buffy, and yet there was character regressions in Angel from the development that those characters had had in Buffy. Yes. Uh, you know what my biggest problem with this episode is, though? From us? What's that? Man, we didn't know how fucking shit Joss Whedon was when we recorded this episode, did we? <laughs> No, we were very much typical fanboys of the of that community. Like Charles Whedon has done so many cool things in the nerd community. Yeah. Firefly, Buffy, Marvel. That like he just 
had this like aura around him that people yeah. were like He's on the so upside cool. though we didn't like praise him too much we we're just like no the show is from josh sweden so it's good yeah and Which, i still think in general that sentence is true if you say hey josh sweden made this show yeah the, the assumption is it's good, unless it's Dollhouse, which I've heard nothing but awful things about. Yeah. However, if we'd known, obviously, during that show, like we have talked about, we would have been like, disclaimer, the show's made by a huge piece of shit. If you can find a way to get it secondhand and not provide any money or royalties to them, do that. Which, I mean, is easy enough, right? Like, yeah. It's maybe on Netflix? Yeah, I probably. Don't re- I don't remember where we watched it. Oh, actually, that that's going to bring me back to... Uh, Pilot Candidate real fast. Back to episode one of Codes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We watched Pilot Candidate on an app called Verve, which two years ago, Verve was the king of anime streaming. And I mean that in every way. It he- had the entirety of the Crunchyroll library. It had High Dive, which wasn't a great anime library, but had some shows Crunchyroll didn't. It had a couple other apps as well. It had like a... Cartoon oh. Cartoon Breakfast or whatever it was called? It had Cartoon Hangover. Hangover, that's what it was called. Uh, Mondo... Their own selection stuff that they did. And um, Rooster Teeth. As well as like a horror thriller channel, which I'll be honest, we never watched any shows from that, but I watched that channel all the fucking time because I love schlocky horror movies. I don't have that anymore. Now I'm sad. Verve was the the top way to have access to these streaming things because between Crunchyroll and Rooster Teeth alone, you'd spend more money subscribing to those two services. Yeah, you were looking at like 20 bucks a month. Then you were, then you went through Verve and Verve was great. Now Verve less great. It's terrible actually. Yeah. They don't get new they don't get new animes when the new animes air. They only have the access to the Crunchyroll library, their Selects library and Mondo. Mondo, which Mondo has almost nothing Yeah, it has wild. very little. So Verve no longer worth it. Crunchyroll is now just yeah. a better version of what Verve is now. Which um, is just weird because Crunchyroll does own Verve. And it feels very much like they're intentionally killing it off. Yeah, Verve is definitely a thing that like was just better, and they've slowly been killing it off. Well, I think it was under the idea of like, well, people aren't going to pay for each individual streaming service, so we should bundle these things together because we'll make it more worthwhile. And then society proved to be idiotic, and we're just like, <laughs> we'll pay for every single streaming service you can think of. So, so. My, my only point here was Verve, which we did expound the virtues of in our first episode, is no longer a thing you should expound the virtues of. Yeah. Verve is dead. Long live the greatest anime streaming subscription service known to history. Yeah, it was it was legitimately great. I enjoyed it. But back to Angel. I don't have as many qualms with the our Angel review as I did with our pilot uh, candidate review. Honestly, I have one thing that I think we do quite a bit more in this episode, which is problematic. We have a lot more space fillers and we repeat ourselves a bit more. Especially when we're talking about Tina getting back to her place. There was like two to three like repeats of like the same bit and it it had more information each time but it was very much just kind of rehashing itself over and over for a bit there that's a fair that's a fair point i tina is the one that gets murdered by a vampire in her house right yeah yeah okay i think actually a little bit of that was a bit that just didn't play right yeah i think so the the bit was a little bit more information every time based on like how the scene itself plays out yeah which didn't explain that that's kind of what the scene was doing because that angel during its action points did jump back and forth between what was going on a bit mm-hmm. so i think that's a bit that doesn't play out unless you've seen the, the episode which why would you have seen angel if you're listening to the review of us telling you whether or not you should watch angel yeah. ostensibly our podcast is based around the idea that 
you listen to the review. If you like what we have to say about the show, you go check out the show. Yes. Now, obviously, that's not always going to be the case. You're going to have times where you're just going to be like, man, that show was great. I want to hear what people have to say about it. Or you're like, man, that show was horrible. I want to hear what people have to say about it. Exactly. So the bit doesn't play well in retrospect. Similarly, we mentioned this earlier. The biggest issue with episode two, in my opinion, was the air conditioning. Yeah. The nonstop sound of yeah that was mind numbing it's a little bit annoying and that alone would actually that episode two is enough to turn me off of listening to more co-pilots based on the air conditioning yeah i'd agree with that and that sucks that's why i'll probably edit these like that sucks the most the fact that there may be people that heard episode two had the insistent air conditioning noise plaguing them and were like no thank you that's the worst yeah, I'd agree. And I totally understand the reasoning there, though, because that's enough of a reason for me to stop listening to a podcast, too. Yeah, same. Though, on the bright side, a thing I think we did well in both the first two episodes, and I think we continue to do well for the most part, is we do reference things visually the best that we can, uh, whether it be referring to the camera angle or kind of how a fight scene plays out, or even just the way a character looks. Like, there's a vampire thug who... We both give a description of what we think they look like. I said, like, knock off Luke Wilson. And I said a young Neil Gaiman. That's yeah. A, yeah, that was the description I used. And like like I said, I, I made this at fish comparison in the first one. And I, I will always remember the Skeksis Toucan Sam description I gave in Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters. And I still feel like those are accurate descriptions. And, and you, I feel like they're fairly vivid, right? If you have a basis for those, if you know who Neil Gaiman is. Or you know Luke Wilson. And you have the ability to imagine them a little younger or like... A little more generic in Luke, in the Luke Wilson knockoff yeah. scenario. You can kind of get an idea of what we're looking at. Yeah. I which, do think we give a fairly decent attempt at visual descriptors. Yeah. Which, seeing as most of what we review is a visual medium, probably important. Yeah. That's, that's all really that I, I, think, I had there for that. I think this is the first time we, re- we reviewed a completely audio medium. We uh, yeah. Reviewed, we, we've mentioned podcasts before. I think you actually... Yeah. I did review an episode for one thing. For the for the for, Christmas special, yeah. yeah. That was the most we've done as far as reviewing strictly audio source. Everything else has had some type of visual component to it, even if that visual component made no sense, like a couple of the uh, YouTube horror shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. 232 is so bad. 232 is bad. That's not what I was thinking of. The one I was thinking of... Uh, the first Fright Flight, the weird ice cream thing? Yes, that one. Yeah. That was... That was a thing. Yeah. So for the majority of this, uh, I, I do appreciate our Batman stick. I do think we got a bit carried away with that, but we did realize that in the show and we we're just like, nah, and, and kind of cut off on it, which I think is good. Did we realize that, that we overplayed the Batman stick or did we forget about the Batman stick? Well, I was talking about in this episode specifically. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's fair. That That's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about so much overall in the oeuvre of our collection. You know... I would be interested in going back and looking at Kisses and applying the Batman. Oh, God, no. Please don't. Concept to Kisses. It's just Bruce Timm's bad adaptation of Killing Joke. Oh, actually, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> okay, fine. You like, win. Bruce Timm did, did great with the animated series for the most part, and but for that one, nah. Yeah, so, like I said, our Angel review made me want to watch more Angel, which I, I yeah. find in some way a success. But otherwise... The Angel review was not as interesting to me as the Pilot Candidate review. No, I, I think the most interesting part of it was really just the realization that, yeah, David Boreanaz would have been a good Batman if DC had gotten their shit together a lot earlier. But would he have been like, would he have been good as Batman or would he have been good as Bruce Wayne? I think we agreed on both, actually. 
Visually, I can see him as a very compelling Bruce Wayne. And I think he could be a good Batman with all the edgy one-liners. That's a fair point. Huh. DC really should have. Yep. Who was the most recent Batman at that time? He's like... 1999. Uh, was that Clooney? I think that was Clooney. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he would. I think he would have been I a think better he would have been than better than Clooney. Than Clooney. Huh. However, Clooney was um, also the one where they were just like, we're done with Batman for a while, guys. So... I will say, getting into the, like, would you continue listening to this? Yeah. I think one of the intriguing things about a podcast like this, a podcast that's a, re- a review-based podcast. Yes. Is, while you- there might be ongoing shticks between episodes, like the Batman shtick, mm-hmm. you don't need to listen to every episode. No, it is very much a situation where it's just like, hey, they're talking about this thing here or this thing here. Which and- brings me back to where I said Angel was less interesting as a listener to me than Pilot Candidate. Yeah. And that's because... Angel is a very much a very formula-driven show that people are already aware of. Yeah. Even if you haven't watched Angel, you've watched shows like Angel. I don't think there's shows like Pilot Candidate. No, probably for the better, but... There, there are mech animes, there are space battle animes. Pilot Candidate is its own fresh steaming pile of garbage that is very unique and very interesting to hear people talk about. Yeah, I would, I would think so. So, I think... Having listened to both episode one and episode two, as a listener, I probably wouldn't listen to every episode going forward. No, I'd probably just listen to the ones that sound interesting or are talking about a show. I either want to watch or I've watched and I just want to hear someone bash on. I might skip the next episode, which is Wayne. Which Which is is sad. So sad. Like, Wayne is great. Episode four was Ghost Stories and there's no way I would have missed that. (laughs) And then after Ghost Stories, we hit like G.I. Joe, I think, next. Kiss Sis was a couple episodes after that. Like, Yeah, that was seven. Ugh. Basically, we should be an anime review podcast. I, I've listened to all of our anime review episodes just based <laughs> on like having listened to Pilot oh, Candidate. Okay, okay, so you're a weeb. I also want to listen to the Minecraft story mode episode just based on the fact that it was Minecraft story mode. Yeah. Uh. Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters probably as well. Basically, if I saw something that I either did not recognize or already knew was horrible based on these first two episodes, I would listen to that. Yeah, I can get behind that idea. Having listened to the Angel review, I don't think I would be like, oh, hey, look, they reviewed Vampire Diaries, a show I've heard pretty good things about. I'd be like, eh, I could probably skip that one. Yeah. Like, the only reason I think I'd stop to listen to that one is I do think we mentioned we have a guest in our description for it. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yes, I'm vaguely interested in that, especially because that should be our first instance of a guest, our first or second. That was either episode six or eight. I don't remember which one. Yeah. Vampire Diaries was the first episode with a guest. Yeah. I so think I, we had Hunter on that one. No. Vampire Diaries was Chris. Oh, Chris. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hunter was... On Minecraft. Hunter was on Minecraft and Money Heist. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the only reason why I would have listened to the Vampire Diaries episode, honestly. Fair points. So would you continue listening to Co-Pilots based on these first two episodes? Like no. I said, I would no, probably I listen to a... I might listen to some sporadic things here and there. I don't think I would listen to every episode. I think what I would do is I'd probably like listen to a few episodes here and there. And then when the audio quality got better, I might start listening to more and more episodes just to see if it's worth it. So... The thing is, I and I was just thinking about this in my in my brain while you were talking. Yeah, doing some thinking. All of my favorite podcasts I've started by just jumping around by just listening to episodes that sounded intriguing to me. Same. And then over time, I began to like the hosts. Mm-hmm. I began to like how the hosts presented things, and I developed a, a little bit of a parasocial relationship. Not like Gross. to a toxic degree. To a point where I like kind of knew the individuals as individuals. Yeah, and you were like, hey, yeah. even if it's not a great thing, so I'll find something amusing about what they're doing or the way they're talking about it. So in that regard, Copilots has 
the starting the start of how I develop favorite podcasts. Yeah, I can see that. So that is probably a good thing. I would I would say that in for me at least as a podcast listener, that's a good thing. That's how I go about. Yeah, I mean that's the same way I do it. I know it's the same way. I mean, except for like obvious pod, obviously like story driven story driven podcast that doesn't work. Obviously, it's a yeah. different thing entirely. But most of the podcasts I listen to are not story driven. Yeah, same. And if they are, I binge through them and then never listen to them again because what's the point? Unless it's King Falls, I go back and look. King Falls is the only story driven podcast that I re listen to at all. I don't. That's sad. King Falls was very good. Oh no, I would, but I don't because um. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Anyways. I think we both agree that we would sporadically listen to random episodes of Copilot's review yep. based on the first two episodes of Copilot's review. So that's like a maybe, maybe listen to the podcast thing? Honestly, better than I thought. Same. I came into re-listening to your shit being like fully, yeah, I don't know why anyone fucking listens to this. It's horrible. And I'm like, I, I'm walking away from it like kind of like, I understand why we sometimes have listeners. Like, weird, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it cool, went cool. from being a, why would it, if, if you listened to episode one and two, why would anybody listen to more of this? Our audio quality was garbage and we didn't know what we were doing to being like, you know, sometimes... Those guys were funny. Yeah, occasionally. And they made good points. And also, what the fuck is pilot candidate? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I I came I came in the same regard as you. I was like, there's no way I would suggest this show at but, that point to anyone. But honestly, yeah, actually, I like our podcast. That's a little insane. Honestly, though, it's it's pretty pretty nice to like. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a good feeling to like our own product. So I think. Instead of maybe taking the next in the cockpit to talk about like the past year, two years of this shit, like we did last year, I feel like there's probably not as much to like talk about because I think we do hit a lot of what we found important or enjoyed about the podcast last year, and I think it pretty, stayed pretty much the same. But just knowing from where we started and now, like refreshing that to now, mm-hmm. how are you like feeling about that? And overall, like, what do you think about how we've gone from there to here? Yeah, I wanted to save this for an in, in the cockpit. I mean, we but, can if you want. But if you want to tackle it here, some ennui, some. There's been times where I've been like, do we have to do an episode? Like, yeah. what's the point? It can just stop. But like, at the end of the day, I'm glad we're still doing it. Same. It's just, there were episodes, and I'm sure that listeners could probably pinpoint some of those episodes if they listened through them and be like, yeah, this one seems like a little, there was a, there was less effort or like there was less excitement to do the show Yeah, in there. But I think we're still growing Maybe not like as an as an audience thing. Yeah, our audience has been pretty stagnant. But I think we're I think we're still growing in a as a show as a show. Yeah, and there was that insane moment in our where we, where we did have an, a spike of audience growth that I still have no explanation for. Like we have seen a few spikes of audience growth here and there, and uh, the the first big one we know why that happened. Yeah, that was we ran advertisement. We ran advertisement. The second one wasn't as big as the other two. And we were fairly certain it was just still based on that because it wasn't too far after it. No, there was a recent spike. But there was the most recent one. We have, we've had three, really. Okay. We had two big ones and one that was like, that's kind of weird, but it's probably still just from that ad thing. And then we had the newest one, which was just all of a fucking sudden out of nowhere. That was around Archive 81's episode, right? Yeah. Uh, just a bit before, I think. Yeah. But yeah, um, that said, I mean, I don't see myself quitting or like stepping away from the podcast yeah despite that having been an issue i've had in the in the past year i think it's just been there's just some days you don't want to fucking do shit and sometimes that happens to be the podcast yeah that's a fair way to put it is understandable like i think we've missed one episode 
No. Two? We've never missed an episode. No, I think we took one week off once. Um, no. We did, it was three days late, but we've never. Oh, did. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I think I was sick. Uh, COVID. That yeah, was, yeah. Well, even then, we didn't miss an episode. We just delayed it. Yeah. So, like, two years, we've done three episodes a month minimum, a bit more for some months. Yeah. So, like, honestly, I'm pretty fucking happy with the fact that we've managed to do that, despite, like, a bunch of just, like, different shit. Like, life continues on despite all this. So, it's just like, well, and, I'm busy doing this thing, or I have to do this thing. It's just like, and can we fit that, the podcast in there somewhere? And then there's that moment where you realize that you might be a masochist because you're about <laughs> to add more stuff to your podcast plate because you're about to launch a Patreon. Yeah. 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 I think the Patreon will probably officially launch on the 12th with the next interstitial. Yep. We're not promising any additional monthly audio content, but we will have some unreleased content on the, on the Patreon, as yes. well as... A written article I'm going to be doing every week because, again, masochists. Yeah. I know we mentioned a long, long time ago, basically episode three or six or something, uh, not mainline episodes, but in the cockpit stuff, that we had some ideas for Patreon stuff, which we still have the same ideas. The issue is just like, it's hard to sit down and record additional audio content. It's wild because when we started the podcast, I was working 48, 50 hours a week most weeks, but currently I'm at like... 70 if i'm lucky yeah closer to 80 if i'm not and finding time to fit recording editing watch well watching noting recording editing and bonus content is just an insanity yeah and yet we're gonna do it uh so yeah so as far as those ideas we had we still have them we don't know exactly how we're going to put it in there on the patreon we're thinking like a threshold of like monthly income which yes that's ridiculous but like that's kind of the only way we can do that to be able to spare like hey we have this like we can spare to have a few hours off or whatever i will say i know one of our bonus content ideas was to go back and watch previous episodes yes previous series previous series and review those or give our reactions to the individual episodes um i kind of want to do that for pilot candidate like (laughs) honest to god after listening to our review of Pilot Canada, I want to go back and finish that series and just... No, that makes complete sense. Like, that show is so fucking weird that, like, that I show, think it'd be... That show was special. <laughs> True. And not just because it was the first show we reviewed. Yeah. Though, like Josh said, we will have some unreleased things on there. For the most part, th- that'll still be at, like, the base level. You'll have access to those. And it's really just going to be things that, like, we couldn't salvage audio-wise to yeah, actually publish. I think the best example is we did a review of a show... That was a spinoff of a movie that we greatly enjoyed. We did it with a friend of the show. A friend of the show who has had years of career experience in a field related to the movie. Mm-hmm. And he provided some really good insights, really good commentary. But because it was with a third party and they weren't here, we had to do it over the internet. And there was recording issues on both sides of that call. Yes, which we were unaware of during the call. And we'd stopped and played it back during the call at a point and it sounded fine. It just didn't end up being fine in the end, and we couldn't really find a way to fix it. It's still technically listenable. You can hear it all. It just has some audio problems that we weren't happy with putting out there on a main feed. Yeah, yeah, I think something like that. And then there's obviously the Cursed Review. Yeah. There's the True Blood one that I mentioned earlier. I mean, we can mention the Cursed Review. We did an actual review of it, remember? Oh, yeah, The Witcher. There's the Cursed Witcher Review. Which I think we still have the original of that somewhere. Uh, It's still sitting around somewhere. Uh, So, yeah, there's some bonus content that's ready to go. It just needs found, formatted, and put up on the Patreon. Yeah, but those will be things we will 
put in at that base level where she's like, hey, here's some shit that got fucked up, but it, it did get recorded, so here you go. But we'll have more details about all of that on the interstitial content on the 12th of this month. Otherwise, we just want to thank you for flying with us for these last two years. Two years. years. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. And hopefully you'll continue to fly with us as we continue on forever, how long we can. Forever. You you, you didn't need to add the, the end of that. I'm sorry. I like to add qualifiers because I don't like being told I lied about things. No, no, no. We're immortal. This is going to last forever. Wait, wait, wait. Did starting a podcast give me immortality? No. Oh. Anyways. If you would like to contact us, either to suggest a show, to talk about something we said, to congratulate us on surviving for two years, which is a feat in the world of podcasting. It's a feat in the world today. Or if you just want to, I don't know. Do whatever you do as a person. Who knows? You're all unique. You can reach out to us directly on Twitter at CopilotsReview. You can email us at CopilotsReview at gmail.com. You could... Hit us up on our Discord, which you can find on our website, copilotsreview.simplecast.com. Or, if maybe you're not like looking for that direct parasocial connection, you could leave a review. Wherever you listen to our podcast at. And if we find that, we will read that out and let people know your beautiful, or not so beautiful, words about the podcast. Yeah. And if you've left a review somewhere and we've never mentioned it, That's- we probably don't know what podcast listening app or site you've used and if you want us to do that just shoot us an email or tweet us us. on twitter yeah and we'll find it we'll find it and read it and thank you for your support and if you don't want to take the time to leave a review or you have nothing to directly say to us there's actually another way you can help support the podcast an even better way really and that is to tell your friends about it yeah or your strangers about it or your children or your parents are they your strangers all strangers are your strangers Again, thank you for flying with us. It's been a wild two years, honestly. Yeah. And I guess I'm looking forward to another two years. Another three, four, seventeen... Six seasons in a movie? Six seasons in a movie. That's how long this podcast is going. Six seasons and a movie. Oh man, that's fucking horrible. We haven't dictated what a season is.